You are listening to the Smarter Sales Show, where sales challenges are solved with tech and technique, so you can sell more and stress less. Please welcome your hosts, sales experts and funny ladies, Merit Khan and Julie Holmes. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Smarter Sales Show. We are so excited to have you join us today where we specialize on the tech and technique you need to sell more and stress less. I'm Julie Holmes and my expertise is in technology. I'm all about finding cool apps, tips, tricks, and tools to help you expedite and automate your sales process. And I'm Merit Khan. My job is on as the sales technique expert of this duo and my role is to make sure you always know what to say and how to conduct the sales process so you are always in control. And together, we are here to talk to you today about standing out from the crowd. Differentiation. There are a lot of salespeople in the world and your job is to be better, different, awesome, and amazing in each and every one. Because... If nobody sees you as different in the sales process, then it's always going to come down to price. And one thing I know for sure is that nobody wants to be in any kind of price war. You don't want to be the lowest price. You don't want to be negotiated down for a lowest price. And the key to getting out of a price negotiation is making sure that you show up as different than all your competition and all the other salespeople out there. And there are two kinds of differentiation. So, you know, as somebody who worked for 20 plus years, oh gosh, that sounds like a really (laughs) long time. So as somebody who spent a couple of decades in enterprise technology software, one of my key responsibilities was always making sure that the product was differentiated. And that's great. Product differentiation is nice. It is important. But mm, from a sales perspective, I am always most impressed when the sales professional is differentiating. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times we think that when we have a better product or a better service or something like that, that that's all we need to be seen as different in the marketplace. But I found that if I were to ask 10 different people about what makes your product or service different, Basically, all they're going to come up with is the features and benefits of their stuff. And I would say that there's really nothing different about that. We all think we have better stuff. If you don't think that what you sell is better than your competition, then why are you selling it, right, in the first place? You should go get a job at the competition. Exactly. And guess what? What's going to happen (laughs) when you get there is they're going to tell you this is why we're different, and it's the same list of features and benefits that you have already wherever you're at. It's not about the, the product or service being different. It's about the sales process, the mood, the tone that you set, the questions that you ask. Those are the technique strategies for how you can differentiate yourself as a sales professional and also the company and the products and services that you represent. Well, I think that's a great point. One of the things that's I think really important to remember when it comes to differentiation is that as a sales professional, whether that is your job or whether you are just one of those entrepreneurial people that has to sell and you don't consider yourself to be a sales pro, but you do sell, whether you're selling your ideas or your product, you are the face. Yeah. You are absolutely the face of this organization and of this product that you represent. So it's honestly a layer that is more important. And I know I experienced that this week. I was a buyer and I was buying a marketing automation platform. So I was having to choose from 
dozens of marketing automation platforms. I'd narrowed it down based on features and functionality. I'd narrowed it down Mm -hmm. to two. And to be completely honest, I went with the one that sold better. You mean that they had better technique, Julie? They did have better technique. They didn't have better tech, and I can fix that for them. But they did have better technique. So it works. But that was a big part of it, right? Because they were the ones that were on top of the follow-up. They were the ones that I knew exactly where I was as a buyer in the process. They were super clear on my journey. Like, why wouldn't I go with yeah. that? So they, what they did to differentiate what they offer is they focus not on so much on the product or service, and they didn't even have the best product and service, but they had the better mm-hmm. process. And to your point, the sales professional who was representing that brand brought a mood and a tone and a clarity of the process. And that's what had you bring your defense wall down, really tell them the real deal, what's really frustrating you, what you really need. And that way you could have a much better conversation with them. And they were better able to solve your problem because of the differentiation in the process. Hmm. So you think the process differentiation is probably one of the most important things that sales professionals can do to really stand out and be above and beyond their competition. I really do because, well, first of all, I have to because I don't have any of the tech (laughs) to differentiate that I'm sure I'm going to learn from you today. But I'm tired of all the salesy emails that I get and the salesy uh, invitations to connect that I get on LinkedIn. And, you know, as soon as you say, how you doing today? Or, you know, I'm not trying to sell you something. Guess what? Yeah, you are. You, yeah. <laughs> you sound like everybody else. Liar. What a right, liar. Exactly. And so immediately I, in my mind, I don't differentiate you from the sea of sameness of all the salespeople out there. Now I've put you into a category. And when you're in that salesperson category, then I have to defend myself because I know you're going to try to be pushy and aggressive and you're going to try to sell me. So the last thing that you want is to show up like everybody else. And so you've got to differentiate in your approach. Can I share a couple of ways to do that? I think that would be. Absolutely. Yeah, please. In fact, I've got my paper and pencil I love ready. That because, you know, I have a 16 year old son. He doesn't listen to anything I say. So the fact that you would write it down, Julie, just, <laughs> it just makes me, it makes my heart sing. Thank you. <laughs> Merritt, I can't wait. I'm going to hang on oh. your every word. Tell me, what is the technique that I can use to have a better sales process? I think it's really all about setting the right expectations. I kind of do this when I'm dating. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do this when I'm dating. Okay, I'm so far out of the dating pool, Mary. You know, I live vicariously through you when it comes and to this. As you should. So, how does your sales expertise make dating more effective? I can't wait to do this. <laughs> well, to be clear, I use the same process whether I'm dating or I'm applying this to my business life, but it's really all about setting the right expectations at the beginning. The first thing that I'm going to do is reconfirm the amount of time we have for this conversation. So for example, in business on on a sales call, if I'm calling somebody out of the blue, I'm going to say, hey, hey, basically, I'm making a sales call. Is that okay with you? I'm going to say what it is, right? I'm just going to call it like I see it as opposed to, hi, how are you doing today? which sounds salesy. (laughs) So that's the first thing I'm going to do. If we already have a conversation set up or it's we're on a sales call in a real situation, I might say, do we still have an hour for our conversation today? And that way, just that one thing, that's already different because 
a lot of times salespeople will ask for just, you know, just to take a few minutes of your time, this, you know, just a quick call. But if you know it takes mm. you 30 minutes to have the kind of sales conversation that you need to have, ask for what you need. Because that's part of the reason yeah. salespeople get a bad rap, because they talk too long. And mm. so I think it's important to just ask for what you really need. If you need an hour, say this conversation is going to take about an hour. Just you sell that amount of yeah. time. Well, I think it's good for you too, right? Because then you know how to pace exactly. yourself. Then you don't feel rushed. You know what topics you need to cover and how much time it takes. And then it's fair to maybe say to somebody like, okay, you don't have an hour now. Like when can we get an hour on your exactly. calendar? Exactly. And you also know when you're coming up to the end of that hour, maybe we should talk about what our next steps are because I know we're coming up to the end of the hour. And that way you're not rushing through to the end to figure out what happens next. And I think that's where a lot of salespeople fail is that they don't set up that next step in the process. And so part of really differentiating yourself is making sure that every kind of sales communication that you have ends with some sort of clearly defined outcome, that next step. Okay. I'm jumping ahead there. That's really the fourth piece of this sales technique process of setting clear expectations. So the first thing is time and tell the truth. The second thing is the purpose. So just state what's the purpose of this conversation. It may be as an introduction. And then you get to agenda, which is really like, I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to ask me questions. And then we're going to figure out whether or not we're a match, whether or not we want to go on to a next step. And then together we can decide what that next step is. So it's time, purpose, agenda, and then outcome. And I do do that. I do that when I'm dating. <laughs> I do that when I'm dating because... <laughs> I hope you have a different well, agenda or a different outcome. So about it. it might come across a little flirtier, but it's essentially, it's the same process. Like, <laughs> you know, let's have a first date and let's just ask each other some questions. Let's get to know each other. And at the end of the first date, we can decide if we want to have a second date. And if not, it's not bad or wrong. It just means we're not a match. Now, let's, let's just be yeah. adult about it. But that must take some pressure out of it, right? To know where it's coming yeah, from. Absolutely. It takes all the pressure out and then you can just relax and have a good conversation because at the end of the day, what's going to differentiate me in the dating world is that like, you know, it was really easy to have a conversation with her and I'd like to have another conversation with her. And that's kind of all I'm going for in the first date, right? I yeah. think salespeople can kind of jump the gun we all want the long-term relationship, but, you know, first you got to get past that initial piece to see, are we a match? Does it make sense to have the next conversation? Are we a match in terms of what you need to solve the problem that you have and the solution that I bring? And so that's really, it's clarity and it's consistency in your process, in the way that you engage with a prospect or a client as you're growing that piece of business. And it's just consistency in your process like that you show up that way. Yeah, I think that's a great point and a great example. You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking about how do, you know, or how have all of the sales professionals I've worked with over the years, how have they differentiated and what does that look like for them? And for a lot of them, they just rely, especially when it comes to things like technology and what tools they have at their disposal, they just rely on their management to tell them how they're different. They don't differentiate themselves as sales professionals. And they certainly don't even think about their products from a differentiation perspective. They wait for marketing or for product management or for 
the sales management team to say, this is the process that you'll use. And they don't even talk about it as differentiation. They just talk about it as measurement and consistency, Mm. which is interesting. So I get it that management is looking for that measurable, repeatable process. But the thing is, is that if you do a good job and look at your processes and how you can integrate technology, and I'll, I'll give you some great examples of some things that you can do from a tech perspective to help this process. I think one of the things that it accomplishes for you as someone who sells is that it gives you a selling rhythm, which I think is so important. And and Merritt, you actually know that I have been a huge fan and I asked you to cover specifically this whole expectation setting (laughs) thing because it has been so incredibly valuable to me. But there are ways that we can modify that or enhance it to make it easier and to really wow. So this is the thing that I would say. To me, that differentiation isn't necessarily about being just different because different isn't good or bad. It's just different. I would encourage people to think about impressive. Mm. So you want to go from being different to being impressive. I love that. Like what are you doing in your sales process that your prospect would turn to somebody and go, you wouldn't believe the call I just had. Like it was so nice. So easy. You want them to be so impressed with something that you've said or done that they lean to the person next to them and say it. I love that. And if that isn't the case, you are not different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much because there is a big difference between just being different and being impressive. I think you really nailed it with that because we don't want to be different. We want to be impressive. And yeah. So how can we do this? Like, how can I do that in a technology? Cause I'm, I'm good with what to say, but I know I'm missing the boat on things. I know I'm not as consistent as I could be even with a good approach because my technology is probably not, not impressive. <laughs> so I could use yeah. some work with that. So technology, especially when used well, When you leverage technology effectively, it's almost like it's an equalizer. So if you have good, strong technique, then technology can be that wow factor. The way that you leverage technology can be that impressive differentiator. Let's talk about some examples. For example, you go through your whole call, you talk about time, purpose, agenda, outcome. Most salespeople would send an email. Thank you so much for your time. It was such a pleasure to speak with you. In fact, I think you've gotten some of these text messages from your dates. Is that right? <laughs> well, yes, I, I I often get a text message right away saying, gosh, I really enjoyed message. meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So, but what if instead of just getting that message, what if you got a video instead? I- What if somebody recorded a little video and said, hey, I just wanted to say like face to camera, do you know what? That was a great call. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Here's what we've agreed is going to happen. And here's what I'm going to deliver that to you by. Just thanks. Julie, I don't even want to tell you on, on, with a microphone on, on anything recorded, what I would do if I got a a video message like that. (laughs) It would be. It's not PG. You mean from a date or from, from a, a prospect? Date. If I got something like that oh, from oh, a date, okay, it's, okay. it's not PG. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But think about this from your prospect's perspective. That's, yeah. Right? We want to build rapport. And wouldn't they be impressed? Impressed that you went that extra yeah. mile. I use Dub. Dub is the product that I use for my video voicemail system. And that's how I send those. So I'm still sending it by an email. But embedded in that email is, hey, I recorded a special note for Uh, you. 
click here to see it. And it's personal. And it took me the same amount of time. And in fact, in many instances, it takes me less time because I don't have to sit there and labor over every typed right. word because I'm talking so they can hear my tone of voice. They can hear that I mean what I'm saying. So you got video voicemail as an option, but let's take something else, for example. So from a measurement perspective, if you follow your technique, which I love your technique so much merit for this, but if we're talking about the time, purpose, agenda, and outcome, grab your notepad or electronic note-taking, which you should really be doing, (laughs) and now you can actually capture what you have set as the time, purpose, agenda, and outcome for every call that you do. I love that. Yeah, that so you can think about that and you can pre think about your time, purpose, agenda, outcome, how you're setting expectations. You put that in your notes before the call, but you could also reiterate and as a reminder, use those notes of how you did set that so that you're clear, especially, you know, a lot of times salespeople work together with a team where there's an inside salesperson that takes over at some point or, you know, there's all the different kinds of setups And that could really be helpful if you're working with a partner on how we're going to set the expectations together. That note-taking app, that's great. That's a great idea. For all of my notes, I use Microsoft Notes. So Microsoft OneNote. And with Microsoft OneNote, I can have these templates pre-built. So I know as soon as I get on a call that those are the boxes I should be Mm. filling in. From a consistency perspective, to make yourself a better salesperson and to provide a better experience, have a template. What do you typically cover on a call? And and not in terms of content, but in terms of structure. Make sure that you've checked off all of your boxes on the call. And then if you really want to wow them, and I know you mentioned meeting minutes, this one's going to blow your mind. There's actually a tool called Adam AI, and that is like an artificial intelligence meeting management system. Wait, is that Adam like a guy or Adam like a yeah A-T-O-N. Adam like a guy? Okay, so A D yep A D A M yeah. So Adam.ai link will be in the show notes. Make sure you check the show notes for links to all the cool apps I reference and cool, easy tips for merit. Okay, so Adam.ai can record your meeting. It can also pull out automatically all of the action items that get stated during your meeting. So you can record your meeting, you can get all of your action items, and it's shareable, which means that if I have had this call with a client and I send them afterwards this video voicemail that says, oh my gosh, this was amazing, what a great conversation. By the way, I wanna make sure that you are always 100% clear on what we're covering and where's the next step in the process. So here's a link to the meeting minutes from our call and all the action items so that you can track it. So does that mean you're recording (gasps) your conversations or how does it do that? Yeah. Yeah. So it can record your conversations and you don't have to do that. You can use it just for the notes component, but it can record your conversations and transcribe them and it can actually extract out actions. So is that one of those situations where you have to tell somebody this call is being recorded for quality assistance? Do you know what? In fact, I record almost every single one of my sales calls, but I do it under the guise of this. Not really guys, because that sounds like I'm, you know, not doing it like properly. But what I explain is I want to be totally engaged in this call and I don't want to miss anything. So if it's okay with you, I could if say you're if open you're to open it, to yay. it. <laughs> yeah. But basically, if you're open to it, I want to go ahead and I'd like to hit record. And then that means I don't have to scribble my notes quite so quickly. So I can go back and make sure that I haven't missed anything. Is that okay with you? And everybody would say yes. And everybody would say yes, because I've told them why I'm recording it. I'm actually not recording it for quality (laughs) assurance purposes. 
because I am quality and I don't have to do that for quality assurance purposes, but I am doing it so that I can make sure they have a quality experience. Uh, I think that's brilliant and makes so much sense. And when you send that video email as a follow-up and the the meeting minutes, I mean, that's huge differentiator. That's impressive. Not a differentiator. That's impressive. (laughs) Well, this is it, right? So when you look at your sales process, and it's one of those things that I do with clients, is I walk them through their journey. So when we look at from an innovation perspective, because not only do I work with people on technology, but also on how to innovate their processes and improve them, when we look at that journey, where are the wow moments in that journey? What are you as a sales professional doing at any given point during the sales cycle that you legitimately think your prospect would be like, wow, that's impressive. Mm. And if it's nothing, mm, you should call Merit <laughs> and Merit's going to help you fix that. And then you can call me and then I'm going to help you technify it. <laughs> technify. And that's a proper word. We're going to technify. Ooh, that's what we're going to do. I like that. Can, do I get to say cool technicify? Is that, can that be my word? <laughs> Yes, you'll techniqueify. I will techify, and then together we'll tech the world. We'll tech no, over the world. Oh, yay! Teching over the world. I love it. Okay, so I think that that is great from a differentiation perspective. And here's what I would love to challenge everybody mm-hmm. to do. My challenge is actually for them to use your process. And I know that's a bit cheeky, right? Because you know I should challenge them to use some tech apps. But first and foremost, before you start to put tech in place get the process right. You really, you know, tech is a great add-on when it comes to differentiator, but it doesn't replace great technique. So kudos to you, Merit, because I love this technique that you've taught me and I use it for every single one of my sales calls and it has helped me close lots of deals. I am very grateful (laughs) for that. So that's my challenge is do time, purpose, agenda, and outcome just for a week even, just a week on your sales calls. Do that and see what happens. And you can even do that in some of the written materials that you do. And when you think about the video uh, voicemails that you're going to leave based on your recommendations, you could even use that formula in something like that. I even use that formula when I'm presenting. It's basically that same formula, time, purpose, agenda, outcome. I'm using that in so many different ways. So I love that. And I think the more clear you can be in your process, the more relaxed your prospects are. Let's say you do that and then you follow it up with some of the technology solutions that you've shared with us today. I mean, I think that is such a good one-two punch. I've never gotten a video email wrap up from anyone trying to sell me anything. And I know that that would definitely stand out. I would definitely use that. So for the sales professionals who are listening and they already have good technique, the things that you've mentioned here, those are game changers. That makes it impressive. And I think that distinction that you made earlier in our conversation is such an important one. Like being different for the sake of being different isn't going to close deals, but being different with an attitude of how is this going to be impressive, impressing upon them that I'm different, that's the key to the kingdom right there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I think, you know what, one of the challenges as we go forward for the next episode was actually came to us from an email. There was an email that I want to cover on the next episode. If you're open open to it. it. What is it? I love it. So we had an email come in from a guy by the name of Kyle, who's in Chicago, 
And he was saying that he appreciated some of the strategies and the the tech and the technique that we'd mentioned in our previous episode, but that he was really struggling with figuring out how to make all of that happen in the time that he Mm. had. You know, he was really asking about what are the best ways and tools that he can organize himself as a sales professional or for his sales related tasks in order to get more done in the same amount of time. What a great, great question, Kyle. And Kyle, we're going to be looking for your subscription and review. (laughs) So please, if yeah, so if you haven't done that yet, go on right now. If you're listening to this podcast, clearly you're smart (laughs) because that's That's the name of the show, Smarter Smarter Sales Show. But more importantly, we need your help. So, hey, don't muck about. Go right now and wherever you're listening to this podcast, go rate it. Five stars, please. <laughs> go rate it and then write a review and say, oh my gosh, Mary and Julie, they're amazing. They're awesome. They're so smart. Yes, yes, we are. And then tune in every Wednesday for the next episode. Well, I'm excited about the organization. So thank you, Kyle, for that great, great question. Um, be sure if you're listening and you've got your other sales questions or challenges you want to, us to attack from a technique and tech perspective, we would love to hear from you. Hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. Uh, so be sure to let us know what's on your mind. And I'm going to be thinking until we start recording, I'll be thinking about how do we answer Kyle's question from a technique perspective. And I am super excited to hear Julie's answers about what I could do to manage my time from an organization perspective as well. So that'll be, I'm excited. Yeah. And don't forget, by the way, that if you're listening to this and you think, God, these are great tips. I sure wish that I could get more of these in a different format or to get more detailed or more specific to my industry. You can work with us. Oh my gosh. Like, let's call this our sponsored message. I don't know if that's abundantly clear (laughs) that not only do we do this on a podcast, but we do this for a living. So you can either bring Merit in to work specifically with you around technique. You can bring me in if you want to talk more about innovation strategies and technology, or you can even arrange to have the Smarter Sales Show live at your event. And by live, that could be virtual or that could be in person. So if you're looking to up your sales game, sell more and stress less, as we like to say, then you should definitely contact us. You can reach both of us at hello at thesmartersalesshow.com or you can visit our website at thesmartersalesshow.com. And on that happy note, I think that wraps up this episode and tees us up for you to be able to stick around because I can almost guarantee you, even though we're still recording right now, there are some (laughs) bloopers that we're going to have to cut out from this. And so you can listen for those for a final laugh at the end of this episode. And we look forward to speaking to you again very soon next Wednesday, in fact, with The Smarter Sales Show. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday to the Smarter Sales Show. If you want a tech and technique solution to your sales challenge, send an email to hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. And don't forget to check out the show notes. If you'd like a transcript of today's show with links to the tools we mentioned during the episode, as well as reminders when the episodes are released, please visit our website and subscribe to our email updates at thesmartersalesshow.com. My specialty is leveraging technology, cool apps, and neat tricks. And let's start again. Let's try this again. Hold on.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.